Hi, this is Kendall Phillips, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. show here in freezing cold Pennsylvania. Oh my, yeah, some ice on the way possibly today, that'll make things nice and interesting. I know, I'm supposed to go to a birthday party um, around one o'clock and I'm kind of, and it's in York, which is, you know, a good hour <laughs> plus away from me and... Uh, yeah, that's that's not going to be a pleasant drive more than likely. Yeah, so I'm going to keep a close eye on the weather because I just might not be able to make it. So, so if you're hearing that out there, uh, for those of you, um, I might not be there, but I will let you know, I promise. So, uh, yeah, episode two of the new year and, uh, second guest of the new year, Taylor Marie Wagner. Yes. And, um, going to have another, our second conversation with her and, um, real quick, if you look her up on Facebook, YouTube, you can find her there just by searching her name. And she also has a TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Taylor Marie Wagner Music would be her information there. And be on the lookout. She has some new music coming out as well as some new songs that she's been co-writing with people. So Yeah, and uh, she'll mention this in here, but the girl even is going into the rap genre. Yes, so, yes. You'll, uh, hear, you'll, hear, you'll hear that. That should be interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that one. Yeah, so. it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um Let's catch up on some things going around, especially in our area here, Howie. We got the Lebanon Valley food critics that we spoke with uh, yes. a couple weeks back. Um, they're ready to start their wing war, and they have a couple different. They're setting it up like a bracket style type thing. They have, uh, I believe, they have north, central, south. I'm sorry, not south, east and west. There is no south. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're taking some, you know, restaurants that are kind of known for their wings in those areas. Yes. And uh, going to pair them against each other and see who moves on. So it should be interesting. Um, but they're also doing their, their – there's a tease of a Java jerk. And I'm assuming that means they're kind of just going to try different coffee places and stuff around mm-hmm. the county and kind of give their opinion on that as well. Yeah. Now, so. I'm not a coffee drinker, but um, I've heard the Allen Theater is one of the best around. I don't know if they're going to go there or not, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That one's that I, one's interesting. 
Yeah, I haven't been there since. Um, but I remember going there back when I was in high school. Um, and they would have like open mic nights and such. Yes. Now, granted, I never sat and did the open mic thing. Um, however, you know, we had a couple mutual friends of the friends I would go with that would uh, perform. Uh-huh. And she would play piano. The one girl I remember particularly, she would play piano and stuff like that. And, um, but yeah, I do remember their coffee there was really good. Um, the other thing I always, the thing I was first introduced to there was the espresso beans, the chocolate covered espresso beans. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I do was, remember that as well. Um, I'm trying to think who it was. There was somebody I used to work with that used to get those there. And, uh, and, and they were like, hey, you want something that's going to pick you up a little bit? Try this. Yeah, and, they were really uh, good. It's like, whew, they are good. And they actually do give you some energy. I mean, they are packed full of caffeine or whatever, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. It was good. And not to mention, you know, the, the sugar from the chocolate on top of as course. well. So. Of course. Yeah, we're bouncing and, off the walls after a bag of that. Yeah, that was um, – so, yeah, we'll see where, where they go with this. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see – how they make out the wing war, and they already announced one of their first round matchups is going to be um, Moose's LZ against Eagle, Fredericksburg Eagle, yeah, and that's that's a big matchup right off the bat. Heck so, yeah, um, yeah, that's like putting Duke and North Carolina together <laughs> and uh, and see who battles it out right right from the start. Yeah, so that that'll be really interesting. Um, I like both of their wings, so I do too. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see where they'll go and who will move on in that one. I am a little partial towards Eagle, though, for some reason. I, I, I've been there several times for their wings, and uh, I've never been disappointed. Yeah, um, I'm curious if they'll uh, look into any of the pizza shops or not. But last night I actually got wings from Marco's Pizza. Oh. Um, kind of uh, right near the courthouse there in Lebanon. Uh-huh. And uh, they were very good, very good wings. So I was I was impressed. Okay, um, yeah, I guess it's going to come down to who's talking it up the most and where. So, yeah, we'll see. I think it's. Uh, I think they got a good thing going over there, and uh, they and do. I'm really they're enjoying. Doing their, yeah, I'm following. They're doing creative ways to to um, critique and review their food. That's that's pretty yeah. cool. And not only that, but just talk up the places so that people start going in again. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Help. You know, as they're critiquing, they're helping out the businesses and and keeping it. You know, moving. Especially, it seems like they're really geared towards helping the the small businesses. Yes. You know. So. Um. But uh. Yeah. Just after we lost Betty White, we also lost uh. another legend in Hollywood. Um. And I'm gonna forgive me if I don't pronounce <laughs> this name properly, but I I believe it's pronounced Sidney Poitier. Um. Yeah. And he was the. He died on January 6th, just, a, you know, what, a couple of days ago. How he yeah, and, well, uh, yeah, I mean, we're recording this on the th- uh, 9th, so, yeah, three yeah. days ago. Sydney and he's the uh, the first black man to win a actor, uh, Best Actor Oscar. And uh, I guess that's from the Lilies of the Field film in 1963. Mm-hmm. And, Howie, you found a clip of him accepting that award, Yeah, correct? I actually found the actual footage of him uh, getting the Oscar, and uh, we'll play that right now. Paul Newman in Hub, Sidney Poitier in Lilies of the Field. The winner is Sidney Poitier in Lilies.
because it is a long journey to this moment. I am naturally indebted to countless numbers of people, principally among whom are Ralph Nelson, James Poe, William Barrett, Martin Baum, and of course, the members of the Academy. For all of them, all I can say is a very special thank you. Now, keep in mind, like we said, he was the first black man to uh, win an award, uh, win the uh, Best Actor Award, uh, Oscar. And uh, yeah. just kind of break up there. Yeah, definitely can hear him very choked up. And uh, what was really cool, but, you know, keep in mind, this was the Oscars was presented in 1964 uh, in this case. Uh, but keep in mind, you know, um, the world isn't so evil all the time you know we can we can actually see something a little positive there in him receiving that award and everybody being appreciative of him so uh keep that in mind people we're you know the world isn't so evil at all times it's not all doom and gloom as the media portrays sometimes no you got that right so it was actually kind of refreshing to watch that uh on i have it on youtube um, but it was very refreshing to see that yeah, that was that was really cool. Um, he got a nice ovation when they announced his name. Uh, you know, if you would listen to media and the way they portray it, you would probably think people would have gave him the silent treatment or yeah. such, and, and that that didn't happen at all. Oh my gosh, no. Um, yeah, he got a nice ovation there, and um, yeah, so he was just getting ready to celebrate his ninety fifth birthday. So uh, yeah, I mean, we lose Buddy White at ninety nine. We lose hmm. this gentleman here at ninety four. Um, yeah, just, I mean, what life they lived though, man. I mean, that's, um, I know you make it into your nineties. That's, you've seen a lot. <laughs> yes, you have. Yes, you have. I mean, yeah, just think from like the technology, like even you and I, Troy, we're in our forties, you know, yeah. the, the technology that we've witnessed from childhood to now, uh, is, is ridiculous, you know? Uh, I remember, I don't know if you remember watching as a kid, Knight Rider, you know, yes. and you're looking at this car and it's like, oh my gosh, this thing can talk to you and, and it's telling mm-hmm. you, like it's giving you directions and all that stuff. You're thinking, wow, man, this is like, this is like far out of this universe. And then all of a sudden here we are fast forward and our cars, everybody do more. has a Knight Rider. Yeah, exactly. Our car does more than the actual Knight Rider car does. Yep. Um, yep. I remember seeing the actual Knight Rider car in uh, Tennessee uh, mm-hmm. at the Stars and Cars Museum, and you look inside at that console. It's like, ooh, yeah, it's not <laughs> even you know, even like the TV. They had like a TV screen embedded on the dashboard, and I'm thinking, you know, I think my screen is bigger than that yeah. <laughs> in my car. So, Was it like spilled soda in the cup holders and stuff? Or yeah, right, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Like uh, maybe a couple cheeseburger wrappers. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, good. So time. yeah, let's uh, rest in peace though to uh, an icon, Sidney Poitier. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, you know, always be known and and remembered as the first black man to win best Ast- best actor Oscar. And um, 
with that being said, I think we should move on yes. to our guest of the week. Yes. And uh, that is, of course, Taylor Marie Wagner, and she is a return mm-hmm. guest. Um, so that must mean uh, we didn't annoy her too much the first time, Hallie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, you know what? I think um, we've gained a pretty good friend there. She's really cool. Yeah, She's yeah she fun. is. Um, and she has some rodeo roots, and I didn't really know that um, she used to come to our area quite often, actually. Yeah, and uh, when she was that. in the rodeo game to uh, to the Harrisburg uh, Farm Show Complex. Um, and she, we also found out she's a big fan of the Amish community in Lancaster County. <laughs> yeah. So I would expect uh, we're probably going to run into her um, pretty soon, you know, with her kind of seeming to make trips up this way. Yes, I don't know. Indeed. It kind of seemed like she did what three to four times a year at least, right? It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, be on the lookout. She's got some new music coming out. Um, she's also collaborating with a lot of people as far as uh, songwriting and such. Mm-hmm. Um, she's signed by Big Tent Music Publishing, which is really cool. It's a good deal for her. Heck yeah. Um, and I mean, she's touching. She's she's gone into the uh, pop genre. She's now going to try to write co-write with somebody in the rap genre. Um, she's just, doing it all. Yeah, I mean, she just has her doors open everywhere. So again, real quick before we get into the interview, uh, look her up on Facebook and YouTube just by typing her name in there, Taylor Marie Wagner, and uh, on Instagram and TikTok, it's Taylor Marie Wagner Music. Uh, no punctuations or anything there, just straight through with all the letters. Um, so I think Cowie, with that being said, we should hear what she had to say in the interview and we'll come back up and wrap it up. Yeah, sounds good. And before we do that, we'll play a little bit of our, uh, visiting hours, uh, going right into it. Take a ride on my first horse, play fetch with my dog, through the ride with my grandpa. Kiss the love and love Sure wish I could have been his wife Sometimes I wish I had a superpower if I did, heaven would have been sitting out Hey all, what's up? This is Brian from Data Monster Customs. Are you looking for that unique gift for your spouse, sibling, child, boss, or anyone for every occasion? Well, we do one-of-a-kind personalized figures. Check us out on Instagram at Data Monster, that's D-A-D-D-A-M-O-N-S-T-E-R, or just put Data Monster into the Google machine and check out everything we can do for you. Once again, this is Brian for Data Monster Customs. All right, and uh, welcome to another guest, and this is uh, a guest that we have some familiarity with, and uh, and I think since we last talked, she was talking about playing in a huge venue at Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, but I think she's starting to go a little bigger now, Troy. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure she's going to uh, be able to fit her tour bus in Lancaster anymore. Uh, I so, don't think so, and especially yeah. not the the fan following she no. has. They won't be able. They won't be able to sit there. That's right, Taylor. Taylor Marie Wagner. Hey, how's it going, guys? How are y'all? Good, good. It has We're been over good, a year, hasn't it? It has. It's kind of crazy. I was thinking about that earlier. Like, I was like, wow. I was like, 
it seems like not that long ago I did an interview with them and then I was like, whoa, because I started looking at what songs I'd released when and then now and I was like, it's been a, over a year. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's been quite a while, Taylor. And uh, I guess in the meantime, um, I guess we're happy to still be in your graces because you've kind of hitting some big songs here lately, girl. I hope so. It's been <laughs> Here lately, I've just had a lot of cool stuff going on, and I, I, you know, I'm just, I, I'm enjoying it, um, every minute of it, and just trying to soak it all in and have have as much fun as possible. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, the last time you um, talked with us, um, you had mentioned that you're you sort of have a bigger passion for writing than you do actually singing, and uh, and it's that's starting to like rear its head, you know, to the point where we're like, Oh wow, look what she's doing with this writing gig. Yeah. It's, it's been a wild, wild ride. Um, the first part of last year, I, well, I think it was May of last year. I signed my first publishing deal there in Los Angeles. And when they offered me that deal, it was like, it, it was one of those moments. It's like, wow, I've, wanted to sign a deal like this my whole life i was like wow like you want me to write for you like this is really cool um are you sure like when they like reached out it was kind of funny i thought the man when he called to say he wanted to talk to me was a telemarketer (laughs) (laughs) story and i'm like talking to like what and so i had actually um had sent some songs over to a friend and i didn't know he had been working for this uh publishing company and he had shared it with his boss and his boss wanted to talk to me and i was like california i was like okay and i was like hello and he's like hi is this you know taylor wagner and i was like it depends who's this (laughs) (laughs) and when he said who it was at first i was like yeah right i was like okay (laughs) And then I felt really cute. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, great. I was like, I got off to a great start. I was like, I have to be honest. I thought you were a telemarketer. Yeah, you should have told him. You're like, you know what? I don't want any car insurance. Get away. (laughs) Well, you know, I call you all the time now about your car's extended warranty. And I honestly thought that's what it was. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, Those those extended car warranty things are out of control. Uh, oh my gosh, they're calling from everywhere. They even call from numbers like that look like a number that you know for some odd mm-hmm. reason. Like, yes, Simil- very similar and close to your phone numbers. It's wild. Yeah, I don't know how they're doing all this, whatever. But um, so um, as we're talking to you, Taylor, you had a a song that just got pretty big on the iTunes charts, huh? Yeah, it went to number fifteen on country charts, and it went to number 82 all genre and wow. it's currently still growing on radio for us um i know jeremy was messaging me yesterday and today and he's like hey it's become like a daily thing like i it's kind of wild i've never i don't know i'm just absorbing it all in but each day like this many stations added us today and i'm like oh wow like okay and that's he, incredible we've been checking billboard and i'm like wow i never thought i'd be getting to check billboard magazine <laughs> like open and showed up like this is kind of crazy so yeah and yeah and we're course, talking about course. jeep girl um who you co you co-wrote with jeremy Rowe, yeah. and uh and jeremy Rowe, how did you how'd you link up with him and like what was like what what fascinated you about writing for him um so actually during the pandemic i've met a lot of artists through stuff like this at zoom mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and they would reach out and he and I just started messaging and he was like, Hey, would you want to write with me sometime? And I was like, sure, I'd, I'd love to. And so he knew that I also had a Jeep and he did as well. And 
he had released a song called Jeep Thing, and I saw I saw it done pretty well um, on TikTok. He has an incredible following. It's kind of crazy to me how many people will go and just like his video will have thousands of views in a, in a few minutes. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so when he reached out, I was like, sure. And I was so he had this idea about a song for a Jeep girl. And at first he was thinking, um, if I remember it correctly, like. He was like, well, you're a Jeep girl. You can write a song for you. And I was like, well, what if you write a song about your Jeep girl? And so it just uh, kind of went. We had this ideas and stuff from that. And I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm excited to write more with him. He's a great guy. Um, yeah. Hopefully he'll come here with you guys because he's awesome. Yeah, that would be great. We, we, yeah, we'll have to, to reach out. Him. Yeah, we'll definitely have to reach out. When I, I'm kind of curious about when you guys wrote that. Like from the time you guys first started talking, until everything was kind of all buttoned up and it got put out there for the public. How, how long of a process was that about? Um, gosh, maybe it's probably close to six months, maybe a little less. It, it wasn't a terribly long amount of time. It might have even been less than that. I'm honestly not entirely sure on the exact amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, though, it's kind of it's been interesting um, with stuff with the pandemic and everything, meeting people and writing virtually. I used to always write just in person. So it has been different. But I immediately knew I wanted to write more with him. That was the first song me and him ever wrote together. And we mm. wrote it in less than an hour. I mean, it was like it was easy. Like, this is great. And I even told him I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, wow. and he was like, what do you I was like, that just came so easy. And he was so easy to work with and write and I mean, anytime you can sit down, I, you know, some people say like the, the good ones are wrote real fast. Well, it, mm-hmm. I mean, if you count how much me and him are probably just talking to one another, <laughs> I have to say maybe 30 minutes was spent on the song. Like it's nuts. And so I like teased him. I was like, best 30 minutes. I said, you know, I, I got you out of there before lunch. It was like best hour of our life. We spent a while about it now um, just because. It, who would like I we were shocked we woke up and he's like Taylor somebody said we're on iTunes and I was like <laughs> yeah you released the song on there he's like no like we're on the charts and I was like yeah okay and I go and check and I was like this is wild so you need That's to start crazy. believing people I mean geez it sounds like you just don't believe anyone <laughs> it's just shocking like you just, I don't know like I just, wait what was there a lot of push to get that song out there or did that kind of just kind of grow on its own or what do you kind of attribute that to the jeep community those people are awesome Um, (laughs) groups and i looked and they were sharing it in there and then all these people are downloading it and it just became like a domino effect of all these different people and who would have thought there are a lot of jeep groups on facebook i have (laughs) i've learned a lot and guys i'm getting like fully educated on jeep tree lately santa claus brought me a um 90 97 tj and it's a project because it's still you know it won't go in fifth year we're working on it and stuff but we've got nice new soft top for it and just wow you know, I, has been informed me i bought a play toy i was like the jeep girl needs a new play toy so he's like what did you get and i was like a jeep and he's like what the <laughs> I'm assuming since this was such a success for you that you guys are planning to write more together. Yes, absolutely. And I'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to it. Now, Is there in regards, anything- oh, I'm sorry. In regards to uh, Jeep girl, uh, did you guys ever think about reaching out to like the actual Jeep corporation and, yes. and seeing if they would do a commercial with that song or. That is in the works. Hopefully. So. Oh, asked. He has, uh, he has talked out, talked to them and it gets been over and we've talked to, 
head of marketing. We've got over to some other people. So we, uh, we shall see. Oh, wow. That is that's, awesome. That, that's probably got to be a whole different thing, right? To go from hearing your song being played on all kinds of streaming formats, even on the radio in some markets, but to hear it on a national television audience thing, yeah. that would, that would be mind blowing, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty wild. Uh, to just to know like that was even like, I was, he calls me up to me. He's like, so guess who's considering using our song? <laughs> and I was like, what? Wow. So, now, did you guys reach out to them or did you read or did you reach? I'm entirely sure on that. That was on Jeremy's end. Oh, okay. um, but I do know he's been in contact with them. And I mean, it, we're excited. So we'll see what happens. Who knows? But I'm hopeful. I think, it, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, without a doubt. I'm thinking, Troy, that maybe when we're watching the Super Bowl, we'll see the commercial pop up and be like, hey, hey, that song sounds familiar. If they have a Super Bowl of a Jeep ad during during the Super Bowl, if yeah, you know what I'm saying here. If they have a commercial of Jeep during the Super Bowl, uh, what are those things going for? Like four million a half, thirty seconds or something like that? Like, uh, oh, they're more than I, four million right now. That's insane. Like, so yeah. if something like that happens, I hope she gets a good cut of that. <laughs> Even a small cut is good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, of course we're talking with Taylor Marie Wagner. You can find her on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find all her music on the streaming sites, uh, YouTube. I guess she said that's how your dad listens to you, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the songwriting—that's you know—that's a big thing for you. But you also have some new music you're working on, right? You know that you're recording personally. Yes. Um, so we're currently working on. Um, we've got a couple songs that we've gotten written. We're working on some more stuff, but. Um, I wanted to, I was sitting down with uh, my co-writers, that big tent there in Nashville, and I said to them, I said, you know, they started joking about everything that was in a country song and things that make up a country song. And I was like, you know, it'd be kind of funny, but I kind of want to put all that into a song. And I was like, I don't necessarily want to make fun of it, but in a one way I kind of do. Yeah. And so <laughs> the title of the song hook is there's uh Ain't nothing wrong with putting a little more country in your country song. And it's like the song starts to give you all an idea. Finger licking fried chicken. <laughs> and so it's like different little funny. And I mean, you know, I was like, oh, you got to mention their truck. You got to mention all their just different little things. And my, my micro writers, they're like, they're like, oh, my goodness. Taylor is like, don't forget his dog. And I was just like, so I was just being really goofy with it. And we got done with it. And I was like, I kind of like this. Yeah. And I was. And so um, that's one of the songs we're going to be doing. Another one is called Tumbleweed. And when I was out in Vegas, um, my husband and I drove around and I got to see a lot. We went into um, from Nevada into Arizona and Utah. And I love national park trips. So we mm. were just going in everything while we were out there. But I had never seen tumbleweeds and I saw tumbleweed. <laughs> but the song is not about a tumbleweed. It's using it as a kind of a reference about a about a guy so but okay i'm uh, a cowboy so <laughs> wrote that and uh that's gonna be one of the ones we're working on and i also wrote one um called cowboy for christmas and ah. so i'm really excited about that one um i got to play that one there at the nfr and uh that was really cool i actually got the idea when they sent over the invitation mm -hmm. they called the exhibit area that you're playing um cowboy christmas and i saw that and i was like 
cowboy Christmas. I was like, well, what if I want a cowboy for Christmas? So I'm like jokingly saying it to my boss and I'm like, then, so some of the girls are sitting around and I was like, well, he's got to have on some Wrangler jeans. And we're just like going on with this stuff about what's going on. And my, and finally I look over and David's typing and he was like, oh yes, here we go. He's like, well, girls, I think we wrote the <laughs> comments about what you want in your man. I was like, do what? So, hey, you know what? If ACDC can do it for mistress for Christmas, why can't you do cowboy for Christmas? Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> so are you, are you trying to one-up David Allen Coe here with the perfect country western song here? Or I don't know. I do love David Allen Coe. I cover him all. <laughs> Pretty much. No. Okay, okay. So do we have a little bit more involved with uh, the, the perfect country western song here? As, as you said, it. what is it? Put a little more country in your, what is it? Is it put a little more country in your country song? Or Yeah, put a little more country in your song. Okay. It, it's goofy like blue jean ripping um sweet tea sipping front porch sitting different oh things. yeah 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 this is good you know the guy's got his coon hound he's got his <laughs> redneck hillbilly plugs there's just different little things and i wanted just a little funny saying and phrasing but i always have this joke that you can listen to a lot of country music on the radio and it's got a lot in common and so i was joking with them there i said you know i was like what if we just put that in a song and say like oh look this is all in there and it was supposed to just be funny but we got done and i was like yes this is the song so (laughs) it's just upbeat um i i really enjoy playing it for crowds uh people just getting them clapping singing along we have a lot of giddy ups and yeehaws and there's a lot of audience participation you got to you got to sing both those and just have a good old time. <laughs> and that That's sounds, fantastic. Yeah, that sounds like a perfect uh, rodeo song. And you were talking about, you know, maybe playing a little bit of uh, a rodeo tour, I guess. Yeah, I hope so. Um, you know, I, I'm really excited. Um, some of this stuff, like, I've gotten to do in the last couple of years. I So I was a barrel racer. I think you guys know that from when yep. we or. And so just in the last few years, I've gotten to play Cheyenne Frontier Days and then getting to play the NFR um, for Cowboy Christmas. That was wild to me. Um, Just some of the things, I mean, I never, I thought that would be something I'd be getting a phone call for. And the opportunities that have been presented to me since playing at the NFR, um, we were there live with uh, RFD TV and the Cowboy Channel. And so Mm -hmm. I like parents. The funniest thing was when I got invited, it was like, mom, dad, I got invited to play the NFR. And they're like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, no, really. Like, I'm going to go now and play at the NFR. Like, this is kind of nuts. It was, it's pretty crazy um, to get that experience. But my husband was excited that I thought, you know, being the cowgirl that I am, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be in like the Western wear section. No, I was in the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation section, which those guys are amazing. And I was in the hunting part of the whole area. So he was just thrilled. He was like, this is perfect. And I was like, <laughs> Sure it is, honey. I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what? Um, I, I wanted to ask you one more question, quick, on some of these songs you're working on. When, when can we yeah. expect to hear these? Um. Well, we're in the studio currently working on them. Um, we tracked, uh, put a little more country in your country song not too long ago. We've gotten vocals down and waiting on getting some instrumentation added. No, it, it talks about uh, fiddles and steel guitars and some other stuff in the song, so you can't release it without those in there. Um, so we're working on getting that added. Um, we're hoping to get that out probably in the next few months is what my goal is for that. Um, I think that's going to end up being a safe thing because 
I changed my mind and so do so do my team. But so far, <laughs> I think the single um, that we're going to release to radio and uh, hopefully hopefully it does well. I don't know. Um, I let the listeners decide. If like, hope I hope they do. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, you, you've you've been on a roll lately, so I have no doubt that it'll uh, do as well as as you've been doing. Um, yeah, we started a little Spotify list with some of the artists that we've talked to on the show, so I'll be sure to look out for those as we see them release on social media and stuff, and add them to our Spotify list as well. So, Thank you. yeah, absolutely. So Taylor Marie Wagner uh, again. You can find her on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, all the streaming sites of, of music out there, Amazon, Apple Music, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, so, Taylor, um, with, have you been able to get a chance to kind of go out there and, and do any type of touring? I know things were kind of really hunkered down there for you during the pandemic last time we talked to you. Have you got a chance to go out there and kind of do anything since then? Yeah, um, I've played some stuff. It has been, you know, different. But in the last few months actually just going back i got to play on the listening room cafe which is a really cool songwriters venue i don't know um, if you guys ever go to nashville they also have a place there in pigeon forge they're expanding on there and it's just a really intimate setting um for songwriters and i absolutely enjoyed it um that was somewhere i've always wanted to play so i was really grateful for the invitation um to do that and then i got to as i've told you guys obviously the nfr um and hopefully Hopefully, it's it's looking like this year um, I'm going to get to see a lot of places I've never been to and uh, a lot of states. My goal, I have always said I want to see all 50 states before I'm 50, but I'm already, I think, at like 34 or 35. And uh, if this year all works out, I will not be over 40. So I'm really 40 in the states covered. And so hopefully uh, everything everything works out. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely going out west a lot more, and uh, I'm I'm looking. I That's love awesome. it out west. Um, I'm obsessed with like western and cactuses and all that just kind of thing. But <laughs> it's just how that. And you know, the funny thing is, I'm open. I will play anywhere if someone wants to have me. Let's let's have a show. Mm-hmm. And but it's been kind of cool to me how it's worked out that I've gotten to play some of the places that were like dream venues to me that I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, they'll invite me. No, they won't. Like, <laughs> and now it's like. Oh wow! Like they're actually inviting me, so it's it's been kind of crazy. That's amazing, and uh, I always I'm always curious about like the songwriting process in itself uh, because uh, I know you had talked about it. You know, this is more your passion than anything, and uh, I guess when it comes to the songwriting process, especially in today's day and age and today's era, uh, and you know, obviously, you know, I, I'm not asking you to tell me like numbers and whatnot, but like what, like what constitutes you getting a paycheck as a songwriter? Uh, like, for example, like, like Jeep Girl, you know, how, how's that process worked in regards to you getting your monetary value for it? So a lot of times people immediately, and this is said true for an artist or a songwriter. Um, I can say this and I have friends right now who have had billboard number ones on radio as both an artist and songwriter they won't see that money i have a friend people are like why are you still driving that to another this wasn't to me but they said it to another friend of mine she's had a couple number ones now on mm. radio they said why are you still driving that beat up car and she's like because it takes two it takes honestly for a songwriter and the artists themselves to see it's about two years to see money from a song oh wow um so 
I I tease now this uh, last cut that I just found out that'll be my tenth. So I'm like, Phew, two years from now, like because they've all kind of happened at once. I'm like, two years from now, it'll be a lot better. But um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I just hunker down for two years. That's what I keep telling myself. But yeah, it takes uh, takes quite a while to see a check from a song as far as that goes. Now, what'll happen is that stuff gets divided up amongst the artists, and then their publishing gets a percentage if they're with publisher. Mm-hmm. Um, but the publishers push the stuff for us, so we're grateful for them. So they, I mean, they earn it. Um, sure. But they have put that on there, um, depending on what the percentages are. Like for Jeremy and I, it was just the two of us. So that was split between us and then me and him's publishing. And so as far as that goes, um, it, whenever it's streamed, downloaded, everything, he and I just, that's basically split half and half. And a lot of people are like, wait a minute, because the difference is like the songwriters, and the artists, as far as the song was streaming, different things for the most part make the same amount of money as far as that goes. The difference is the artists themselves make their money in their touring or mm. from their mer- different things. And that's not part of the songwriter, obviously. Like it's just for the radio and the other. But that is uh, one of the big differences. But I always tell people when they see, they're like, well, that artist has had so much success. They must be loaded. I'm like, well, if they just had that success, you can guarantee they're waiting two years for that check to show up. <laughs> so it is. It's a little, little wild to get the the wheels of music road turning. Um, but you know, it's it's very rewarding. Um, and I'm really excited about just the process and stuff. I have had a few cuts that are finally starting to come in and mm. stuff. Uh, it's it's been rewarding. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. But it is kind of an interesting process how that works out because you could have so many people on one song from the different writers to there could be multiple publishers and different labels. And there ends up, sometimes you look at the list of a song and it's credits and the people and you go, what in the world happened with this? <laughs> and it's how many names are tossed in the hat that day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Crazy. Yeah. It, it, and it's, this is my, this is my spot, Howie, where I'm going to try to tie in um, former guests <laughs> and such. Uh, but, uh, no, we just got tongue talking with, uh, the girls of diamond Dixie. Have you heard of them, Taylor? I have heard of them. Yes. Okay. And like, I was just telling them, I was like, man, it'd be so cool if we could get some of our people like you who, you know, is turning into be an excellent songwriter and somebody like them and you guys could all collab and be like, Hey, you heard it all here from our show. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that'd be so cool. So, um, I don't know if there's a way, if you guys have ever been in touch with like them or anything, but, um, you know, if, if you're interested, we can definitely hook you, hook you up with somebody like that after the show and you guys can talk with each other and see if there's anything that you guys could work out together. I would love um, that. Absolutely. So I, I know you can't really divulge too much on what's going to happen with this tour that you want to go on. I, w- I will ask you this, if, if you can answer it. Um, do you have a date as to when this might be happening, if it happens? Um, well, it'll be in various states. Um, so, well, no, I, I know, but I mean, like, as soon as. Um, um, so right now, on my schedule, I start out, um, I'll be in Limestone, Tennessee, starting in March. And that's going to be my first few shows are, are going to be that way. And then um, I've got a few songwriters festivals for sure. Um, we're working on some more dates there with the listening room um, with Nashville. And I'm working on some hopefully rodeo dates at some of the biggest rodeos I, uh, I have ever imagined. And it's, it's pretty wild. Um, 
and hoping and praying it from, I, I think they want me back, but it sounds like I might be able to be back at the NFR this upcoming year. And uh, I'm excited about that. And I'm basically, if everything goes well, I'm hopefully going to be kind of following that circuit of Cowboys on that uh, professional level and hmm. playing on the big stages. And uh, I, I don't know, it's just kind of wild. Um, kind of wild. And hopefully some big stages in Nashville that, I thought would only sometimes at some points in my career, I thought that might just be a dream or a wish. And sometimes now it's kind of like, wow, like that might actually be coming true. And so I, I had, I've had a list like my whole life of places I want to play. And this year and last year I've checked some of those off and I've been talking with my team and they're like, well, we just want to check off the whole list. And I'm like, <laughs> like I wanted to like start crying. I was like, really? Like, happen and they were like well we want to make it happen and then so it's been it's been really cool i definitely like i i told you guys i had no idea when the man called me up to sign a deal <laughs> I, it was a telemarketer so <laughs> that's kind of where i'm at with it it's all just kind of a wild ride and a surprise to me so if you can if you can have one artist you would love to sing with like on stage or even write for that you haven't done so yet who would who would that be right now Big shocker, George Strait. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I'm, I'm assuming he's your favorite artist of all time, or is that? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice. And I think finally, you know, I have music that's out, and some of it's heavily pop influenced and different things, but it took me really getting into this and realizing, you know, and I love the music that I have out because um, I know a lot of my fans, you guys love that. And I know some of you have even said to me, like, wait a minute, you're going in a different direction. And it is a different direction. But I want you guys to really get to know me. Um, I feel like mm -hmm. none of my music so far has really told you anything about me. And I just want, I mean, I'm a farm girl. Uh, I grew up riding horses, rodeoing, 4-H, FFA, that kind of thing. And but I'm also still going to have that fun aspect. I want people at my shows to be clapping, singing, hooting, hollering. If they want to yell, giddy up, yeehaw, whatever. Let's have fun. I don't I don't want to be boring, that's for sure. Um, I've always been really inspired by Garth Brooks on stage and his energy. And mm -hmm. I try to bring that energy myself. I, As I was told by someone the other day, apparently I can't stay still. And I'm, <laughs> I love to be all over the place. And I that's... To me, if I go to a show, I want to be entertained, and I hope that I can bring that energy to rodeos and to stages all across the country for people. Um, that's my goal. I just never want to be boring, um, and so I just want to have fun. And I'm got, I'm full of energy. I think you guys probably can tell. So I yeah. stage, and I'm like, let's let's have fun. And <laughs> yeah, who who would want their performer to just stand still on stage? Though, honestly, you know, I think. You know, that's that's a big thing to get your crowd involved and absolutely gonna say the um, only one that comes to my mind is tom petty that's the only one i think is that's not going to be very energetic on stage or something so <laughs> well uh yeah howie he's not moving around too much anymore and no he's not <laughs> no he's not i was just thinking because I've, I've actually seen his concerts before and and the guy didn't move around really yeah um and forgive me if we asked you this before, Taylor, when we had you on last time, but your background with music, was it was it always just country-based, or was there other stuff involved in that, too? Like, did you listen to other things growing up? 
Um, yeah, no, I love all types of music. Um, I think if somebody got in my car, just if me saying my favorite artist is George Strait, but if they rode with me, they'd be like, well, this girl's really all over the place. <laughs> you, riding in my car, you might listen to a George Strait song, then it might be bluegrass, and then it might be rap, and then it might go to rock and roll, and it, it's all over the place. Um, I honestly don't really have a genre of music that I don't like. I uh, really, I, I love all kinds of music. I played uh, sports growing up and then college sports and stuff and country music. I love you, but I just can't work out and just get on my, like, it's just, <laughs> I've got to have some beats and different things. And country music works sometimes for that, but I'll tell mm -hmm. people like playing sports and doing that stuff. I listened to all kinds of genres growing up. Um, definitely influenced uh, heavily by rock and roll. Um, mm -hmm. I've gotten to write some rock songs but i had a cut in rock music um had some pop cuts i had my very first pop cut this year um i don't know if, if you guys are watching tiktok it went viral on tiktok for us it's called fake friends and that was really really a cool one for me because i mean i like brought that to that pop artist and immediately i was like listen i have an idea it's not a country song i can't sing it you've heard my accent it ain't gonna work i said but it's gonna do <laughs> and i really want you to sing it and I'd had that idea for so long, but I hadn't got to sit down and write with a pop artist. So I was like all excited about it. And so it, it worked out. But I also, like I said, I had the rock cut. Um, Joan Jett is one of my favorite singers of all time. So big Joan Jett fan, Poison. Um, mm. So that kind of thing. And a lot of people, it's one of those things for me. Um, I'm all over the place. I think taking the different influences in music, but I think that's also why I love songwriting. Because I get to write with artists from all different genres yeah. of music by doing that. And right now, um, I was actually reaching out uh, not a couple hours ago to a guy, actually, <laughs> once I got my tooth fixed, you know. <laughs> uh, and I, he's a rock. He's heavily influenced with rock music. And I was like, listen, um, I want to work on a new project. And I'm constantly wanting to bring in people that have a different background. And mm. it's good to write in all genres, but I think it's been really helpful to me in the last few years to write with people from all different music backgrounds because I've learned so much to bring into my music and to bring into music that I'm writing. And I'm like, this is cool. Like, I really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, George Strait will always be my favorite, but I think I would add my, I'd love to do like, you know, the, the CMT Crossroads. Joan Jett, if you're listening, I'm ready for it. <laughs> there you go. And, and, and you answered the qu next question I was going to follow up with on that. I was like, and with all your different genres that you listen to and that you were influenced by, like that's got to open up so many different songwriting avenues for you. And you just, and you just said that, like, you, you know, you can write rock songs, you can write pop songs, you can write country songs. Now I want to hear you write a rap song though, Taylor. That's, <laughs> that's got to be next on your list. I got an invitation. We all get ready. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> I, I was actually, I jokingly, he like reached out and he was like congratulating me on the songwriting stuff. And I was like, thank you about the cheap girl because we're pretty good friends. And he's a very successful artist. And I like teased him. I was like, want to rewriting one? And he was like, that's a done deal. Let's pick a date. And I was like, so I walked in and I told my husband, I go, oh, I'm writing a rap song. <laughs> and he like, what? And I was like, yep, it's happening. And he was like, oh my. <laughs> That's incredible. We, I can't wait to hear that. That's gonna be that's gonna be fantastic. Your husband probably looked at you writing a rap song like people look at me at singing a rap song. So <laughs> he just started 
started laughing. He was like, yeah, okay. He was like, we'll see about that. And I mean, he knows some of the guys that are really good friends of mine. And he he's like teased me before, like, yeah, you're going to write a song with them, like jokingly. And so when I walked in, I was like, guess who I'm writing a song with? He was like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So when it comes to writing songs for folks, um, like, what is your process in regards to reaching out to people that you're interested in writing songs to? I'll just, a lot of times I'll just reach out and send them a message. All they can do, my my policy is all they can do is say no. And thankfully, most people have always said yes. Sweet. Um, and I've been really, really grateful for that. I just, I love being able to co-write. Co-writing is one of my favorite things because I like to help people bring their stories to life. Especially, I find sometimes with artists, they might have a story and I like helping them put it into a song. Um, sometimes they'll be telling me something, just how we're having a conversation here, and I'm writing notes down and everything else. And then I'll look, and we'll be like mid-conversation. I'll be like, "So I got a whole verse and I got a chorus done. What do you think of this?" And they'll be like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, you were giving me some really good material." So. Oh wow, <laughs> that's that's amazing, though. I mean, it really is. It's just. Um... Like, I don't know, do you, and I know you're one to like really look back on things and realize, wow, look where I, look where I am right now. And look what I've like, what, look what I'm accomplishing and look what's happening this year. Uh, obviously, like you're probably at that point in time where you're still kind of like pinching yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and with that being said, when, when do you feel like you're going to get to that point where, Oh yeah, I am good. I am that good, and uh, and it's game on now. Let's go out and conquer this thing. Oh, I feel like my personality. I'm probably still going to be like, wait a second, like, is this <laughs> happening? <laughs> it just doesn't feel real. Mm -hmm. uh, it's I don't know. Uh, you know, I went to school for medicine. Um, was a kinesiology major. Studied working. Uh, specializing with knees and stuff and so giving that up I think a lot of people were like well I know a lot of people that knew me thought I was crazy um and yeah. told me I was crazy and I was like yeah I'm probably really crazy but I'm gonna do this and at first I was like I'm crazy this is probably a terrible idea I could have a really successful jobs career like maybe I shouldn't be doing this and it's finally now, like, I feel like I'm just really accomplishing everything I wanted to and basically what I came to Nashville to do. Um, mm -hmm. It's that was my goal. Um, and hopefully it continues. I, you know, I like just said if one person would listen to me, I had no idea this many people would listen and this many artists would want to write. And I've uh, recently had some of the just co-writers um, reach out and writers that I grew up listening to their songs that they wrote that I would just thought if they would reach out and ask me to write would be just a dream and it's happening and artists are like hey like when do you want to write and I'm like you want to write with me okay <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I heard you just mention uh, Nashville there um, pretty sure last time we talked to you you were living in North Carolina did you move to Nashville now yeah I've been in Nashville okay who am I am I goofing her up with somebody else Howie no I thought so, she was in North Carolina too but yeah go ahead Taylor yeah, I'm from North Carolina. Probably a lot of the pandemic I spent with family. Mm -hmm. um, okay. When I get to where I'm writing and I'm 
obviously playing shows and stuff that I was doing prior there, you know, there were Thanksgivings and stuff. I didn't get to come home and things. So having this extra time to spend with family has been amazing. Um, <laughs> honestly, really enjoy it. I believe when you guys and I did our interview last, I don't know that I was married then yet. And I think, we I don't think in, you were, I don't think so. I, we were in the process of, um, getting our house and everything and just stuff. So we were living at that point. We did move back um, home with family in the process of just getting everything when we were in between buying a house as far as that goes. Um, but I was in, we obviously met in Nashville and we were there prior and then just trying to save up and get everything to get straight for a house. Got that all straight now, but that makes sense. Cause I had, I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't even think I was married. Gosh, guys, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. We need to stay in touch a little bit more, Taylor. <laughs> well, I, I remember um, a few things we were sharing on Facebook for, too, about different um, awards you were nominated for. And, um, you know, I, I didn't see any results on any of that. I think I think we, we did end up seeing that you got in the top five for something. Wasn't that a – was that a songwriting thing, Howie? Do you remember that? I don't remember exactly what it was, but I thought there was uh, something. I do remember our top five for something as well. I do, but now I'm drawing a blank. On <laughs> so you you get so many awards you don't even remember. I know. Well. This is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, this is this is the vision that I picture when Taylor goes up and receives her Grammy for best um, songwriting of the year or something like that. Uh, I can just see, I can just see you like being all beside yourself and not believing. I can't believe I just got this, or uh, I can't believe I'm, you know, living this dream. I mean, it's just amazing. I, I, I actually appreciate that in people like yourself because uh, it just shows that you're you're in it more for. I mean, you're in it for obviously Passion. to yeah, you're in it to make some money, obviously because you want to live, but but you're also in it for just a pure passion, like Troy said, you know, and it's, that's really awesome to see. Yeah, I definitely am. One of my favorite quotes, I don't know if you guys like Cobra Kai or the karate. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, Mr. Miyagi has the quote there with one of the karate kid movies. Uh, he who works for passion is more happy than he who works for money and different things. And that was one thing I remember when people are like, you're going to leave medical like working in the medical field and go do music. And I was like, I'm going to go work for my passion and mm -hmm. I'm going to make it my job. And that was what I wanted to do. And it's been so rewarding. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really, I love what I do. I love getting to meet my fans, just the people, everything about it. And it's like I said, it, everything's just been, been wild. Um, and thank you guys so much for sharing that stuff for me. That's, I really appreciate it a lot. That's, yes, means I mean, we, we love to do that for, for you and for other folks here that, that take the time because, like, we've had nothing but nice interactions with the people that have come on the show. Everything's been great. Everybody's mm -hmm. been great. We've been very lucky with that. Um, real quick with uh, your – when you went from the medical field into the, you know, the music field, did you kind of made that decision on your own or was somebody kind of helping you push towards that? That was just all you? That was me. Um, I was writing songs. Where I went to school, Shenandoah University, they had a big music program. And quite frankly, when I wasn't taking my main core classes, I loved to take classes in their conservatory. Um, it was awesome. And I probably, 
probably should have realized that was what I was enjoying the most, even when I was there. Not saying I didn't. I mean, I was very successful in my classes um, in the medical field, but I was always happier when I was sitting around playing guitar, writing songs with friends there at college. And I always found that's where I was happiest. And what happened, I, I don't regret what I did because the people I met at Shenandoah were how I made the friends in Nashville and got me to where I am today. I started Nashville and writing songs while I was there and I was meeting people and that's just kind of where it took off and I, I started like I said meeting people that I was like wow this is kind of cool okay um but I, for me it was just you know I wanted to do it and it was in one of those trips though and he has since passed away but I was fortunate enough in one of those trips from college I met a man by the name of Dan Mitchell and I Mitchell, yeah Dan had, um, he's done a lot in the music industry, he managed Johnny Paycheck, he wrote for Alabama, and he was here, the whole slew of, uh, Mo Bandy, a slew of people, and so it was one of those things, um, I'm very big in my faith, and I thought it was a God thing, and I was very happy um, that he and I got to meet, and I, you know, he and I had a plan, and I wish he was here right now, because that plan's actually it's like I'm seeing his vision and plan that he had for me come become real. And I, you know, I hate to say it. He'd probably be disappointed in me in saying this, but when he would tell me this plan and all, and I knew the artist he had managed and worked with, but I would be like, yeah, right. Like, yeah, that's going to happen to me. Sure. And now I'm like, Oh wow. Like this is happening. This is, this is really cool. So it's really fun. I, I would- I would say he's anything but disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. I mean, with with the way things are going for you, there's no way he's disappointed. And and with you mentioning your your faith and uh, believer in God and stuff, uh, I'm sure he sees everything that you're doing as well. Um, and I'm sure he's very proud. Um, I do want to check out this fake friends thing. I didn't see this uh, on TikTok going viral or anything. I, I don't know how I missed that, but I, I didn't see it. I, I'll be honest. I don't follow TikTok a whole lot. Uh, yeah. So I, I honestly didn't really have much of a TikTok until that. Oh, I need to get on TikTok. So I've been trying, but she put that out there and it had hundreds of thousands of views in like less than a few days. And she was like, um, so she went from not even a hundred people following her on TikTok to 11,000 in like a couple of oh hours. Oh my gosh. And she was like, Taylor, Taylor. Like, this is happening. I was like, what in the world? So, um, but that was a really, that was a fun kind of experience for me. Um, like I said, it was my first ever pop cut. Um, I grew up a big Gwen Stefani fan. So, <laughs> I don't Jeez. like. You are all over the place. I really was. I liked Avril Lavigne and Green Day, too. I mean, that's different, too. But um, <laughs> it was one of those things where when we sat down and we got to kind of do this right with this pop song, I was like, so I was like, I have this whole like vision of a song that I've always wanted to write, but I can't sing it. And I was like, she was like, you can't sing it. I was like, I don't think it would go over to all of country radio. <laughs> and she was like, okay, well, I'll do it. And I was like, all right. So I was like, who is this? Yeah. I was just going to ask, who is this person that sings fake uh, friends? Loren. It's S-I-E-N-A and then Loren, L-O-R-E-N. Okay. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Like I said, it went uh, really big on there on TikTok for um, really excited. Uh, is is this somebody you knew or how? Like, 
Yeah, her and I okay. actually write quite a bit together now. She actually is, believe it or not, you know, the pop artist is my one of my co-writers on my Put a Little More Country in Your Country song. Nice. She, she was sitting there and she goes, you know, guys, I'm going to have to start working on last Saturday. So in the way she was thinking about it, I was like, shut up. <laughs> well, that's... Um... This TikTok thing is no joke. I mean, I know Howie. I mean, again, I'm going to go back to one of our former guests here. We spoke with uh, Brandon Davis. I don't know, maybe about two months ago. And this guy just he actually had a passion for music, but he didn't feel like he would be able to support his family with just music. He didn't think like, you know what I mean? And um, finally, his wife said, what do you really want from life? You know, if you want music, go pick up that guitar and go do it. So she, he wouldn't be doing anything on recording, whatever. And finally, he would, she would start recording him just kind of doing stuff when she would put him on the spot. And he started, she started posting it on TikTok. And next thing you know, this guy blows up. And uh, as I told Diamond Dixie last week, now he's, he's going on tour with Tim McGraw next year. Um, so it just, I mean, this TikTok thing, like, it, it's just amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Just a little social media thing that, kids would go on and do dances and stuff like this on you know and now like he's we're getting real artists out of this it's just amazing like and and and, and is this is this how she started as well yeah she's had some stuff out before but yeah this is like her first um album release that she's done and she was like it was one of like i said the first video she didn't even have 100 followers had just joined tiktok and she like she posted this I had no idea. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, how do we do this again? Like, let's keep this up, you know? Like, But we have a lot of cool stuff uh, in mind planned TikTok-wise for uh, my uh, upcoming single because I don't know. I just kind of want to be funny with it. I mean, I think, like, anytime you can kind of just put, like, the fried chicken. I I really plan (laughs) to put on the overalls and play the role and see it's happening. Oh, this is going to be good. If I'm not, I got to make sure I'm following you on TikTok. I don't know if I am or not, but I got to make sure I am. That's going to be good. Um, Yeah, I mean, that that whole process, that whole thing, that that just blows my mind every time I hear a story about it. I I don't know when I'm going to get over that where it doesn't surprise me, but it still surprises me to this day. Yeah, and I actually, and I just heard this on the radio, I actually, yeah, I just heard it on the radio recently about like how times have changed because in the past you would have to drive down the highway and you'd look at a billboard and that's how you got your information. Uh, but today it's like really the biggest billboard out there available is social media. And uh, and it's just a matter of, man, if you can learn how to master the art of social media when it comes to advertising – I mean, it it just reaps reward after reward, and and I'm curious uh, with you, Taylor. You know, how do you um, utilize social media to kind of get your notoriety out there? Um, yeah, it's been one of those things. So I actually I used to do social media marketing and stuff, and still kind of help with people. So that's something I really enjoy. Um, it's actually one of the first things how I met the people at Big Tent initially where I like to write out a lot was because I came on and helped them with social media marketing. That was one of my first like mm. Nashville jobs to help me, you know, the many jobs of musicians help <laughs> 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 get through. So I, yeah, I was a musician who works many jobs to try and try and make everything work. But uh, I did the social media. And so doing that though, um, I kind of learned a lot in that, but I definitely uh, you know, using it and utilizing it correctly. 
Um, I think Jeep Girl, going back to that, if you look at Jeremy on TikTok and how he utilized TikTok to promote his song with Jeep Girl, yeah. it was and so just to be able to take that resource and share it with so many people. And for me, even as the writer on these songs, just getting to sit back and watch how many people are watching it per minute in, in an hour, it's like looking at it, it's like, wow, like this is nuts. And you just don't think about that many people like looking. And I was like, wow, that many people want to listen to something I wrote? Like, okay, this is pretty cool. Thanks. Um, <laughs> you know, I, crazy. Uh, it is. I'm pretty sure on, on both of those the songs, uh, there was more people listening to those than living where I grew up <laughs> altogether. So <laughs> I'm like, wow, like this is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, it is. It's definitely been really cool. Um, to be able to use the social media, I definitely think for artists, um, social media and being able to do that, it's a it's a tool that you need to utilize. Um, and it's one of those tools now where you can have a song and not be a signed artist and you can still chart. And it's it's kind of open. It's, it's opening up doors for a lot of people and it's kind of changing the game. I feel like in the music industry, you don't have to have necessarily this support that people if you've got a following on social media and they're on top of it and you can continue to keep them going and have them then they're gonna they're gonna make it happen um i know like it hasn't been that long ago but all of a sudden i had all these kids from europe um Mm. they were liking my music and constantly following they reached out different things i even one of them asked me if i would come talk to their class (laughs) then i was like sure so feeling the same thing with them but it was like this whole group of kids. Well, then all of a sudden I was looking at anything I was a part of. They were making sure things were happening and their whole like, little group and they were tweeting about it and they had all this stuff. And I was like, this is nuts. So I was like, these <laughs> kids live like all the way across the world. Like never. And so for me, that was wild. Um, I never expected that. And at first I was like, this is kind of weird. And then I was like, whoa, there's a lot of them. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And so I was like, hi. And then so just, for that, I kind of got to see on that, for my side, like the, the power of social media and how that had worked. I mean, sure. I've never played Europe. Um, I've won awards over there, but I've never got to actually go over and play. And so it's kind of one of those things where I'm really excited and hopeful to be going over there soon after that. But I didn't even realize like the little kids they're telling me, and I say little kids, they were like middle school age, summer high school, mostly like middle school. I've come to the conclusion my average fan age might be around the age of 12. <laughs> <laughs> so that's okay. They buy I, a lot of you gotta, I mean, yeah, you gotta, you gotta build your fan base somewhere. I mean, hey, and, uh, it worked for Miley it. Cyrus, right? <laughs> I mean, let's face it. I mean, probably the majority of the people that listen to music right now are kids. I mean, that, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big group right there. So absolutely. You want to target that audience. Um, as we were talking here, Taylor, I, I did find your TikTok, uh, and that's the same handle as your Instagram, Taylor Marie Wagner Music. Yes. Uh, so please make sure you follow her there, follow her on Instagram, uh, you know, find her on Facebook. Uh, if you need to search her on YouTube, whatever you want to do, she's got some new music coming out. Um, still writing songs while you're releasing this new music, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I had a yeah. new out yesterday. Um, it's available for pre-order by Ariella Aspen. It's called Pixie Dust. 
Um, so that'll be coming out. And then I have a couple more songs in the works. The artists are, I know they're cutting them, but they haven't announced they're cutting them yet, but I know it. And I'm really excited. <laughs> a couple of them are some bigger artists. And I don't know. I just, I'm really excited um, for, about those opportunities, you know. I didn't even realize until the other day I like went to look at something and I was like, whoa, like today is like my 10th cut. And I was like, wow, there's more coming. And so it's uh, just everything's just kind of a, it's a blessing. Um, I just, you know, I like I said, I'm very big in my faith and I'm so thankful for these blessings. But I just they're all kind of wow moments for me. I, uh, I don't know. This past year, you know, in the pandemic, it was a rough year in one sense, but for me, it was kind of a year that I, it's been a, a year of a lot of like, wow, like this is really happening. Um, mm-hmm. So I, you know, like I said, with the stuff internationally, I didn't expect um, my music and stuff to take off there. And I, um, I don't know, I think you guys might've helped share that, but I had won this past year, last past last year. I keep thinking we're still, it's so weird. We're in the new year. I'm yeah, tell me about it. With me. But, um, you know, this past year, I was the female vocalist of the year at the International Music Awards. And for that, for me, I was just like, wait a second, like what? <laughs> I remember what I found out because it was supposed to be live, I was supposed to actually go to the Netherlands for that. And we went, yeah. it was a show. And so when they like announced it, I'm like sitting on my couch crying, like, did Aww. this really happen? Like, it was like one of those moments for me. But this year, I feel like has been so full of those moments. And I'm so grateful just to for the opportunities and just everything kind of happening. As, as Howie said, it's been one of those pinch me like moments for like a lot here lately. And I'm, I don't know, it's, it's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, the new stuff coming out, um, I'm writing a lot of stuff still. Um, hopefully, got a full schedule for songwriting, so hopefully the artists like the songs they want to release more but i know for sure we have uh pixie dust and uh two more confirmed cuts on top of that that'll be coming out here in the next few months and uh <laughs> have a feeling there might hopefully hopefully be a few more um summer in the works so i'm really excited you know i mean hey if we hit five more this year and we're at 15 great i'd i'd love to say it'd be 20 i try to set a goal for myself every year and my goal for last year i far surpassed and so i don't know if i need to up my goals (laughs) i don't know i didn't even expect to get that many and i was like wow like okay we like passed it and so um but i'm hopeful uh, i think we're at the point where we can stop worrying about setting goals and just enjoy the ride yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're you're so modest, and and I hope you always keep that modesty because it's 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 an endearing quality of yours, um, and it I think it really honestly attracts people to want to work with you. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just not something where like you're feeling like oh well you got to come to me to work with me because I'm the greatest songwriter there is. You're like you know I'd really love to work with you, and you're and you're so modest about it, and you're so gracious about it, and. Like, there's no reason somebody wouldn't want to work with you on that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't even write songs. I want to write songs. <laughs> 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 but, um, no, Taylor, I mean, it's been great. Um, 2021 was awesome for you. I have no doubt 2022 is going to be even better, um, just from what we're even talking about here. And if everything goes as planned, um, as long as nothing holds us down this year, pandemic wise, uh, you know, fingers crossed. Um, I expect to really see your name out there and to see great things from you. 
So um, we really appreciate your time. Um, if there's anything else you want to get out there before we uh, sign off, uh, go for it. I just want to thank you guys. You guys have been so supportive from the first time I met you guys in here throughout, and it really means the world to me. Um, and I'm so glad to have you guys just in my corner, and I can't wait to share more fun, exciting stuff with you guys. Um, yeah. Thank everyone who's listening. Um, come to a show. I should have shows posted here soon, and I might even be near you guys. Hopefully, I hope hopefully. so. I hope so. When you say you might even be, are you are you getting a feel for <laughs> something we don't know? Well, I'm I'm hopeful. <laughs> do, do, where, where do you post your shows at typically, Taylor? Um, typically on my social media pages, just okay. overall, and so. You want to come say hey? Okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this one. What's his name? That's Cinch. Most of my fans, like, are 12, so all the little girls know about Mr. Cinch. <laughs> and uh, so. we're looking at a puppy dog right now. And uh... <laughs> Yeah, for, for the audio version, I guess yeah. you could say. Uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody and say hey all i know all of you guys love to meet him I, he usually comes to shows so does he really that's awesome yeah he will sit up there with me and oh, he loves everybody wow. so that is so neat uh so i'm expecting i'm expecting we're gonna see a song written about him probably <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, hey, so thanks again. again. Yeah, yeah, thanks again, Taylor. It, it's always fun to talk with you. And uh, we're going to have to stop making this over a year each time, though. I'm going to have to be honest. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> so let's let's uh, let's just get your stuff in here real quick again one more time. Taylor Marie Wagner on Facebook. Uh, Taylor Marie Wagner Music on Instagram and TikTok. And uh, look out for some songs she's releasing here, uh, hopefully within the next few months, that they'll be ready to roll. And uh, also look for some writing credits coming up this year as well and hopefully we'll see you out and about yes sounds good thank <laughs> you so much for having me it's always a pleasure i love coming on this show it's awesome oh that's awesome well we appreciate you as well so thank you and uh and by the way i think that cracked tooth uh was just kind of a way to humble you a little bit just to keep you honest so um so you know that's just if that's the worst thing that you're going to experience this year you're golden yeah, because she's not hum she's not humble enough. No, right exactly. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my! Thanks, Taylor. Thank you guys so much. Great seeing y'all. Great seeing Take you care. as well. All right, and uh, that was our that was our interview, our chat with uh, Taylor Marie Wagner, and uh, yeah, as you heard in the interview, uh, she's doing a lot of things right now, and uh, she's she's uh, she's making it big. Yeah, she really is. I mean, with with the song Jeep Girl that she co-wrote with Jeremy Rowe, it was climbing up the charts. I mean, it it, it not only did it hit the country charts, but it hit the uh, the uh, just all genre mm -hmm. chart, you know, on iTunes and such. Um, and real quick, I guess it'd be a good time to mention since I brought it up. Um, you know, our plan is to speak with Jeremy next uh, this week, which will be released for next week. So yes. Um, so Jeremy Rowe, the co-writer of Jeep Girl with Taylor Marie Wagner, and uh, that'll be exciting. Yeah, and Jeremy's um, the singer of Jeep Girl. Correct. Yeah, he also sings it as well as being a co-writer. Um, 
I mean, some of the songs she's got coming out, there's a couple, there's one called Put a Little More Country in Your Country Song. That one's going to be released pretty soon. Mm -hmm. uh, Tumbleweed, a Cowboy for Christmas. Um, so, yeah, be on the lookout for some of these songs that Taylor's about to release. It should be really interesting. And, you know, uh, selfishly for us, we're hoping to meet up with her um, in the Lancaster area or possibly even at the farm show, I guess. Um, yeah. She's looking at doing some some rodeo runs hopefully if that all works out you know uh for her and i guess there's one that happens at the farm show complex in harrisburg how yeah i don't really i mean i'm assuming the rodeo um, thing yeah yeah, yeah. i guess they have uh they have the that a few times a year from what i understand okay uh right. and and i think the farm show which is going on right now in our area uh Correct. i think they have one during that as well yeah, of course so, the farm show would be going on this week. There's bad weather in Of here, course, right? yeah, yeah. I know. I was thinking of that when we were talking about the weather. It's like uh, for folks that don't know that, but the farm show, for whatever reason, um, there's always really nasty weather when the farm show is going on. I mean, we could have 65 degrees uh, and sunny the week before, but we know the farm show's coming up. Forget it. Yep. There's either a blizzard or in this case we're gonna you know have a, a an ice storm out here this this morning yeah um so yeah it's it's i don't know man ever ever since i was a kid i remember that always being a thing like mm -hmm. oh the farm show is coming up get ready for some bad weather we're gonna it's get a blizzard true isn't it though <laughs> yeah, it i mean seems really to all the time. yeah it um, is so, but yeah, we're uh, hoping. Uh, I don't. I don't know about the word selfishly. If that pops into my mind, uh, but yeah, I wanna. I wanna hang out with her for a little bit and get to know her. And uh, uh, I definitely want to go to Shady Maple. I got it got me hungry for a little buffet action. So yeah, we were speaking with her about the Shady Maple thing down there. Yeah, and um, she said there's a few times where her and her husband had driven by and like that place is packed. Like we should. <laughs> it's gotta be good but i don't want to be waiting forever to go in there and eat whatever but yes it's it's really not i i haven't been there in a, in a long time but the last time i was there i i don't remember it being a long wait even if it is full like i uh, i don't either yeah i think maybe the longest i've waited there maybe would be 10 minutes honestly and and if and if i'm not mistaken howie they have a big gift shop there and stuff they do too, right? downstairs like, yeah 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 so i think there's a I, you know it looks fuller than it might be because it's not just all restaurant, you mm -hmm. know? Like, and it's a huge building so, too. Keep that in mind. Yeah. So, uh, awesome. I don't know. Maybe they should, if, if they're listening, they should call us up and uh, sponsor us. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all we're asking. Right. <laughs> so, um, Oh, I did want to yeah, throw but... something across to you, Troy, before, you know, I forget. Um, yeah. Um, We've been talking with these folks about like all these TikToks and all that stuff that's going on. Uh, I'm actually putting together a TikTok for us. Oh no! <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal Brandon's line. Um, I got two left feet and tell dad jokes. <laughs> there you go. You know what? Maybe that's what's going to get the the most views. <laughs> The two left-footed and dad joke telling man is uh, is back and but yeah no I'm I'm actually creating um, you know a page for us for TikTok and uh, I'm not sure how it's gonna go I'm not sure how what our plan is and what we can do with it but but stay on the it'll lookout be, for it, that it'll be it'll be there it yeah. will be there it will be there and uh, and you guys are going to enjoy it because hey are we great entertainers or what. I, you know, Howie, maybe we could almost, we're kind of brainstorming here as we're, as we're recording here, but maybe we could almost use it as a, uh, a preview. That's what I'm thinking. 
Yeah. 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 Just kind of take 10, 15 second clips of a talk with uh, one of our guests and mm-hmm. stuff and maybe leave that on there, you know? Exactly. So, um, yeah, so Taylor Marie Wagner, you can find her on Facebook and YouTube just by searching her name up and uh, on TikTok and Instagram, Taylor Marie Wagner Music, straight through all the letters, no punctuations or anything in there. Um, like I said, be on the lookout for some new music she has coming out as well as a coast uh, co-writing songs that she's uh, doing as well. Um, and we also learned, Howie, that she is now Nashville-based as well. So uh, she is. another another dead country, <laughs> song, country songwriter in Nashville. Go figure. Hey, guys, uh, if you're listening out in Nashville, which I know you are, um, <laughs> Troy and Howie would love a billboard somewhere right outside of Nashville as you're entering Nashville um, saying, stay tuned with Troy and Howie, your biggest fans, or something along yeah. those lines, you know. And uh, I don't see why we couldn't have something out there because, uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of folks out there. Yeah, we sure are. I mean, I, w- I would say at this point that's probably uh, been the majority of our guests <laughs> has been somebody from the Nashville area. Yes, indeed. Um, or at um, least with ties to Nashville, right? Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to see about maybe buying a cowboy hat or something. <laughs> oh, because we look alike and that way you can separate us with Diamond Dixie, right? That's right. That's right. In fact, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna see if uh is it Bianca that wears the hat? Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm gonna Bianca. see if Bianca could uh you know style me for a hat or something and see, you know. Well, you, you know, she said that uh it was brought up that she should start making her own custom hats. And yes. she can make you a custom hat, Hallie. I don't see why not. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. Again, thanks to Taylor. Uh, Uh, Taylor, you're awesome. It was was fun. We appreciate it. I I know we'll catch up with you again. And um, as soon as some of these songs are released and she figures out what's down the road for her again, I'd love to have another another conversation with her. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the meantime, um, we'll be getting ready for Jeremy Rowe coming up next week. Yes, indeed. And, of course, he co-wrote and sings the song Jeep Girl that uh, was – written with Taylor Marie Wagner. Mm-hmm. So, Allie, I guess now would be a good time to kind of transition out and uh, hear a little bit of Jeep Girl and Indeed. what to expect from Jeremy next week. Indeed. So, so yeah, thanks again, Taylor, and uh, we, we look forward to uh, chatting and seeing you again. So, um, But, yeah, next week we'll be uh, chatting with Jeremy Rowe, who uh, co-wrote with Taylor Marie Wagner, Jeep Girl, and sings this song. So until next week, folks, stay tuned. Just my style Sweet as can be But has a wild side You can give her a call She'll give you a jump And help you out If you get stuck Can't be tamed Meant to run free I'm so glad She's riding with me She's roping around And likes to have fun Spends her time With the one she loves Knows her worth No matter what you say Lives her life like it's her last name and there ain't nothing in this whole world like a jeep girl thank you for listening to another episode please like us on facebook follow us on twitter at stay tuned tnh 
email us, staytunedtnh at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.